The stock markets are correcting and as a result of that, we're starting to see more pressure on risk on assets like crypto and altcoins. In this video, I wanna discuss with you my exact thoughts around where I think the prices are headed with Bitcoin and Ethereum, what levels I'm planning to buy on and where I think we're at in terms of the stages for the macroeconomic cycle and whether or not we're actually gonna see this massive correction or massive recession. So if you're interested in what my thoughts are, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now it has been a while since I've spoken about crypto on this channel with a YouTube video, but I do talk about cryptocurrencies as well as economic updates in my free Instagram group. So you can go and follow my page, Personal Finance with Ravi, and you'll be able to join my channel on there, which has about 500 members as of recording this video, which is awesome, but it's a free group for you so I can share with you more content every single day because as you know, it takes a while to be able to go and take out the cameras, shoot these videos, and sometimes the economy wants to move fast, so I can update you in that group. Now, it has been a while, in fact, a couple of months since I've made a crypto video on this channel. And why? Well, it's because we're in a bear market, prices are moving sideways, moving down, and there's not really that much happening. The volatility has really dried up, and it generally happens in a pre-halving year. Now, what I mean by a pre-halving year is that every four years, we have the Bitcoin halving event, and that effectively means the rewards to mine Bitcoin get halved every four years. And that's just how it mathematically was created. It's brilliant, but I'm not gonna bore you with the detail. Essentially, it's the year before the halving. That is when you're in a bear market. And after that, you start seeing some more volatility. You see more energy into the market and effectively more money before the next bull run kicks off. So if you look at 2023 and move backwards four years, it was 2019 and the price for Bitcoin was anywhere between three and $6,000. In 2020, you had prices go up 20, $30,000. And by the time you got into 2021, which is one year after the halving cycle. So in this cycle would be 2025 is when we saw the blow off top which has played out over the last three cycles and that is the year where FOMO kicks in all these narratives come out headlines are everywhere and if you remember that's when Facebook changed their name from Facebook to Meta so yes it completely takes over even those with larger companies and more experience in these markets so if you're to look at those four year cycles you see the pre-halving year it's pretty much a time for accumulation you'll see prices go up you'll see prices come down everyone thinks it's either going all the way down and then you have others thinking no this time is different we're going to see new all time highs and that doesn't really happen either. Now the next Bitcoin halving is about 2024 in April. And what that means is you'll start seeing a lot more narratives, you'll see headlines, you'll see more people talking about it on mainstream media around, oh my God, the halving is here and now prices are gonna go up because it's happened every other time. And that's where I urge you to use a bit of common sense and for the first time think, cash is not trash. Now, if you've been following my journey, I talk a lot about real estate and you might not even be watching all the way through if you aren't interested in crypto, but if you are, well done, because this is the time that you wanna start looking at different opportunities. You wanna keep your mind open. It doesn't matter if you're buying crypto today or you're never gonna buy. It's just about being open to opportunity. The main message I want you to get across here is that you need to still be active and be active for opportunities. Looking at opportunities is the main thing because when we have a recession or we have a downturn, you wanna know where can I get the best return on my investment and at the fastest pace possible as well. Now in a second here, I'm gonna go through some charts and I'm gonna go through some people I follow who are much smarter than me when it comes to crypto. I always advocate to outsource where you can so that you can get people that are in that niche of expertise. I live and breathe this because I run a buyer's agency. So we are the experts when it comes to investing in property so you don't have to do the heavy lifting. It's like saying, hey, you should buy an investment property but you don't know the process, you don't know where to buy and you don't actually have the strategy to go and build a property portfolio. If you're interested in any of that, I know we're talking about 
about crypto, but definitely go check out this video if you're interested in real estate. What some clients did during the last bull run was they took profits on the way up, they took it from crypto, came into property and accumulated more wealth in real estate. So imagine doing that in 2021, where you've gone and five or 10 extra money, you come in, you use leverage in real estate and you build out your portfolio. Now you're able to reap the rewards as markets have still moved up despite interest rates going higher over the last couple of years. Now, someone I urge you to follow is Benjamin Cohen. He talks about the macro cycles. He talks about crypto, but with the long-term mentality. And he's probably someone that I've aligned my strategy most with. Now, I've been in crypto since 2018. He wasn't making videos back then, but I also got wrecked in 2018. And what I've seen over time is finding the right people to be able to follow is gonna be the key because you wanna be guided when your emotions take over you. Now, he's someone that comes across like it's a no bullshit approach. I'm part of his premium group as well. You should definitely go check it out. If it's something you can afford, it's something worth taking. But his main focus has been that every cycle, it pretty much rhymes. It plays out the same, very similar to the last cycle and the cycle before that. And what we're seeing right now is that we're gonna see money flow out of altcoins, which are higher risk into less risky assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum. And which therefore means that the Bitcoin dominance increases. So if you think about Bitcoin dominance, it's like if the entire market is made up of 100 coins and that would represent 100%, Bitcoin dominance would be making up 50 to 60% of the entire market. So the total market cap is dominated 50 to 60% by Bitcoin and then the rest is altcoin. And that's pretty much what we're seeing is a flight to safety. So when you go and layer this on top of what's happening in the stock market, you would have seen the same stuff. So a lot of the smaller, more speculative plays over the last couple of years have died out, really been drained because there's no excess liquidity. When you have interest rates increase, you see a lot of that money that people had just as play money. They weren't going and gambling it away on meme coins and meme stocks. They're just saying, okay, I need to be smart here because my rent's due or cost of living is crazy. So I'm not gonna go and spend it because I need the money. And when that generally happens, you go away from the riskier assets into less risky options. And things like, you know, putting it into the bank account now interest rates are so high is a more attractive play for a lot of people. We've seen bonds actually increase. So the bonds yields have increased to a point where it makes more sense for some people to go and put money there and get four and a half, five percent instead of trying to get a dividend or even going into real estate. Now I will go and say that with real estate, the market moves very slowly. So when you go and transact in real estate, you're doing that based on today's knowledge. In two to three months time, when you actually go and transact, the market would have shifted by then. And that is so different to stocks and crypto, which is why you need to be really careful with the volatility. If you're someone that can't stomach that and your emotions take over, then these aren't the markets you wanna be in. You wanna be in something that's safer being in real estate. And you wanna do that with the right team because that's important. Now, with the thesis that Benjamin Cohen has, it's that we should see prices on altcoins continue to bleed. And we would see this normally in a four-year cycle. But given that we have now risks of a recession, interest rates are so high, excess liquidity is being drained, we should see it actually flush out a lot more. Now, that also means Bitcoin's price could also fall. Now, I have some price targets. As of right now, Bitcoin is trading at about 27,000. I still believe we will get Bitcoin again in this cycle before the next bull run at under 20,000 USD. That is when I'm going in and buying some more. Now, earlier this year and the year before that, when prices were dipping, that is when I was purchasing and DCAing into Bitcoin. When it comes to Ethereum, Ethereum is trading at about 1600 at the moment, and my price target is about 1200 to 1000 USD. I still believe we can see a three digit price on Ethereum, but I'm not going to wait out for that. I still think that when it comes to risk and reward for me personally, those would be the prices I'd be comfortable getting in at. Now, when it comes to altcoins, all I've done in 2022, we saw the hype. I sold out of most of my altcoins, and at one point I was holding 5%. Currently, I'm holding less than 1% of my entire crypto portfolio in altcoins. And that's despite seeing some of these major moves on Solana, seeing all the hype around Matic. It's just not worth the risk for me to go and allocate my capital towards these things. I would rather preserve my capital and wait for an opportunity that could present itself 
itself in the next six months. I believe we're gonna see this opportunity and if it doesn't come in the next six months, that is when I'll be able to go in and say, look, I was wrong, I'm gonna get in now because I still believe the prices will be much lower at that point than it would be in 2025 or 2026 if we do see this bull run actually eventuate. Someone else I urge you to follow if you're on Twitter is Rect Capital. Now, Rect Capital also makes YouTube videos, so you can go definitely check that out as well. And during a time like this, I don't wanna have someone just completely be bear mode or completely be in bull mode. I want someone that's gonna be in the middle and also justify when they are wrong. And so I've seen that with a couple of these guys that I follow. The other person I follow is Trader XO. And yes, some of these guys are on more of the bearish side, but they've saved me so much money over the last six months. I can see there is so much emotion and especially on Twitter, people can get pulled into it. You end up purchasing an altcoin because someone promised it was gonna go up and this is it, it's broken out. It's gonna go up by 10X and all it does is go down by another 20%. So right now, if I was to look at my strategy, I'm saying in the next six months, I am cash ready. My capital is preserved to be able to go in when I see max fear. Do I see max fear right now? No, I'm not interested in accumulating more at these prices because I already accumulated what I wanted at much lower prices. Do I think in the next six months we have the opportunity to pick up quality assets on the cheap? Yes, I do. Why? Because we have this idea that we could potentially get away with a soft landing. In my opinion, I don't see that happening. But in saying that, we've had weirder things happen over the last couple of years, so we can't be discounted. In saying all that, the majority of my wealth is still in real estate and will continue to be in real estate. Now, yes, we've got all the fears around interest rates going up so high. In Australia here, we have such a different dynamic when it comes to supply, demand, and immigration that if you spend any time on my channel, you realize why the mechanics of real estate here is so different to anywhere else in the world. I don't care what you see on Twitter or what you see on Channel 9 News around the doom and gloom. It was different people, same narratives for the last 40, 50, 60 years. If you can stick to your strategy, have an emergency fund in case something goes wrong and preserve your capital when it comes to allocating it and diversifying where you allocate it, I think you'll be fine. But it's very exciting over the next six months to see how things will play out. I know for me personally, it's gonna be max fear and that's the day that I wanna get in. So if you wanna know exactly when that happens, definitely go join my Instagram channel as well as that subscribe to this channel on YouTube and I'll be sure to keep you updated. Thank you so much for watching and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks guys.